Well, next on the show, final arguments over legal recognition to same-sex marriages in India will be heard on the 18th of April by a five-judge constitution bench is what the Supreme Court has decided today. Any decision on the subject will have a huge bearing on society. The hearing will be live-streamed, will be on YouTube as well. This is new transparency introduced by the Supreme Court. It comes uh, after the government argued in court that same-sex marriage is not compatible with the concept of an Indian family unit. Well, joining us now, Ranbir Singh Pathani of the BJP, uh, Deepa Rahulishwar, the author and activist. Raga Da Silva is an LGBT influencer, also an author. And Apurva Astani is a scriptwriter. I'd like to thank you all very much for being with us. Uh, Mr. Patania, let me come to you first. Uh, the government says that this uh, same-sex marriage is not compatible with an Indian family unit. Why? Vishnu, as per a renowned legal expert, Mr. Robinson, law is no brilliance. It is simply common sense. Law has to be reflective of the ethos of the civilizational values over the societal delicacies and about the various historical perspectives also. I'll put a very, very simple question. Leave apart same-sex marriages. Can two persons within a spinda relation marry? Maybe one is a boy and other is a girl. They cannot marry. One boy and one girl, they are within that. If they are prohibited by a certain custom or a usage, the Hindu Marriage Act again says this marriage is again a nullity. So the, we... We want to reflect the basic and the common sentiment. There is a difference between uh, decriminalizing same-sex marriages and then legitimizing same-sex marriages. India has evolved. India has evolved through a travesty of incest invasions, cultural incest also, cultural invasions also. So the law which has been framed by the Indian lawmakers and particularly the constituent, particularly the collective wisdom of the of the members of the constituent assembly, we need to respect. We need to we need not to we need not to violate it with such impurity and such indifference. It's not something says like it, then it needs to be reflective of the the spirit of the law itself. Also, I'll I'll just quote one example from the Mr. Allama Iqbal. Allama Iqbal is the one who subscribed to the two nation theory. He said. Hey, uh, Ram ke naam pe. I, uh, I'll just tell you where from the monogamy came. The monogamy, the, the source is Ramayana. The source is not Mahabharata. The concept of monogamy came from Ramayana. And who recognizes? Alama Iqbal. Hey, Ram ke naam pe Hindu Satan Kunnaz. So, uh, we, should, uh, we should better appreciate, we should better understand. That okay. we should not talk of certain things which seem to frustrate the scheme of things in the Indian society, Indian state, and okay. particularly India so, Ranbir, and the civilization uh, state also. Ranbir, since you've quoted, let me also quote. You quoted one particular example. Let me quote three separate parts of three judgments in the Supreme Court, which Please. seem to offer a different perspective. Number one, Nalsa versus the Union of India, the Supreme Court held that our constitu constitution protects non-binary individuals and this protection cannot be restricted to male or female necessarily. I mean, it has to, it can be, uh, I mean, it should be either or, right? It's not one or the other. In Puttu Swami versus Union of India, nine judges held that sexual orientation is a facet of a person's privacy, which is a fundamental right under our constitution. Yes. In Naftej Johar versus others, 
homosexuals are entitled to the protection of equal laws and are entitled to be treated in society as human beings without any stigma being attached to any of them. These are all examples, Ranbir, of this being a fundamental rights issue. That fundamental right law is for you and me. It is written by our common book. That's the constitution. That's the argument. Vishnu, uh, I, I used a very sweet and a simple argument that there is a sea of difference between decriminalizing and legitimizing. It will destroy the entire concept of, I'll just cite, where will the Domestic Violence Act go? Where will the concept of spinda relationship go? Where will the concept of marriages barred by customs and usages go? So the laws pertaining to divorce, the laws relating to partition, the laws relating to inheritance, it's a, it's a complete, I'll say, boxing the compass. It amounts to boxing the compass on it. So this is as good as placing a Frankenstein motor, uh, monster. This is as good as placing a cat among the pigeons. This is disastrous. I'll use a very harsh word. This is disastrous. Okay. And this is scandalous also. Okay. This goes against the societal norms. This goes against uh, the very facets which constitute the basic of India as a civilization state. Okay. Just what... half a second. Uh, Apurva, would you like to come in? This goes against what India is all about, is the point that the BJP has been arguing also on this program. How would you respond? Well, I heard the, uh, the spokesperson out and uh, to be very honest, his uh, comments don't anger me or upset me because these are the very comments I heard from my very father uh, when I uh, came out of the closet, who I love very much and a lot of my family members as well. Uh, there is a lot of ignorance uh, towards, uh, you know, what a homosexual person is about or, you know, what his or her rights are. Uh, and I, I don't expect people to understand uh, because we have been so kept in closets and hidden from society that people have begun to fear us for want of, because of their ignorance and not knowing. So you make up these stories, this is why the things like this, words like disastrous are used for human beings who are your brothers, who are your sisters, who are your vote bank, who are everything for you. You see, uh, we contribute to civil society. Uh, you know, uh, what should be looked at is what kind of members of society are we, how are we contributing. Uh, and, you know, once you say that we have, they have been criminalized, but there's a difference between criminalizing and legitimizing. There's a human being here. You are sitting on a chair trying to legitimize my very existence. I mean, that, that is uh, uh, preposterous, to be very honest with you. You know, you cannot do that. You know, I have a right to life just as much as you do. You have a right to marriage. You have a right to a companion. You have a right to somebody who you can share your life with, who can share some of your burdens with, who you can run a house with. You know, uh, why don't I have that right? You know, SMA, I'm not coming into people's homes and saying, isko convert karo, isko convert karo, isko gay banao, isko lesbian banao. I said, it's not they say the kudrati nahi to what is kudrati? If I am not made by the same nature as you are, then, you know, who is kudrat? Who is sitting in a position of power saying, I am kudrat to or I am legitimized me karta? I disagree. Okay. Deepa, would you like to respond uh, to that? Basically, the, argue, the central argument that, he's, that Apurva makes is that all humans are, are equal. That being the case, he deserves his rights. Members of the LGBTQ community deserve those same rights. Respond. Yeah. Uh, so first of all, I'd like to, um, you know, uh, apologize to my, um, you know, I, I do have friends 
from this community so whatever i'm going to say i really don't want it to hurt anyone because i have so much of respect and so much of uh, you know there is there's a lot of positive feeling towards you know just like anyone okay so just I, I, there is nothing different that way but having said that i would really like to bring across my point that uh, we would with all the respect respectfully uh, disagree with this idea of same sex marriages see like my fellow panelists said a decriminalization is one thing and we were vehemently for it and we were we really uh, that that was really for the good and we supported it but having uh, legalizing same sex marriage in india is a huge step to take are we ready for it yet that's that's one of the questions because uh, whether it is right or wrong is a different question another thing is as a society are we ready for it what will happen to the future of such marriages in the sense Uh, of course i'm talking about the generations to come okay about the children that comes out of it so what what is don't you think it's going to be it's not as easy as some of our panelists on these discussions i've been hearing other debates as well they make it sound so easy like you know yeah it is just just normalize it i mean no, no, but deepa no relationship is necessarily easy so a, a, a gay relationship will be as easy or as difficult as any other relationship Nahi, if you Jane, are bringing up a child it will be as easy or as difficult as any other relationship and everyone knows that it's just easier said than done you are sitting there and making a statement which you also know that it's not really no 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 no, no. i believe what i'm saying i entirely believe no. what i'm saying when i say that i don't see a gay person as being let's different from from from, that's from that's a heterosexual person or or a person who brings a, a gay person bringing up a child uh, versus a, a, a heterosexual person bringing up a child i it's honestly don't see the difference up. no 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 i have no doubts on the parenting capacity of homosexual individuals at all like i said i do have friends from that community so i don't want i am not saying anything against that all i'm saying is that look at the children i mean the the society children are not just grown up with their parents alone they grow up in a society so that is one point but let's not get into that okay let me come to my second point now we talk about a lot of you know a lot of data a lot of research a lot of studies but if you look at even the data and the research i'm not saying there are no there are many studies but at the same time we should be wary of the fact that there there's a lot of research that is still incomplete about this for example maybe about you know this yet to probably identify a proper gay gene as such but there might be studies for it as well but you know when you compare it with normal heterosexual individuals that it is still an ongoing study all right you know deepa so deepa half a second at this point deepa i think normal versus abnormal you know these are uh, the you know i mean the let's stick by what the court has told us right and the court has established normalcy quote unquote normalcy let's go beyond that but let me go to raga who's my next panelist this evening and raga would you like to talk about the point on successful gay relationships and challenges in bringing up children let's let's deal let's try and keep it a little focused yeah sure thanks so we we're talking here about you know impurity common sense those words are quite disturbing to hear actually and quite damaging unnatural now i come from a perspective i have been married twice once to a man so i was in a heterosexual relationship through which i have twins who are now 25 years old for the last 16 years after my divorce and after a few years for the last 16 years I have raised my children alongside my partner, a same-sex partner, female partner, and my children have two mothers and they have a father. In our case, we say they have won a lottery, but you know, regardless of that, we have a 
what you call a normal family structure. They have two parents and they, they have been raised by two parents. Now, in our case, of course, there's a third parent as well. Are my ch- children any different to anybody else? I'm the same mother. I raised the children, whether I was with, was going to be with my husband or I'm now with my wife, let's say, because I'm legally married in the UK. I'm the same person. Do you, do you talk to me about normalcy or not being normal? There are challenges. We, as, as a family, we are faced with so many challenges. Nobody can ever say that it seems easy. For you, when we have these conversations, it may look easy. It is not easy at all. As a parent, married to a man once, it wasn't easy. As a parent, married to a woman now, it's not easy at all. We have the same set of challenges you face. In fact, the challenges are worse because we're constantly having to justify Oh, two women. So how do you raise your children? Are your children normal? I constantly get asked whether my children are gay as well, because there's an assumption, because people like some of yourself here have misinformation that studies, which are, I don't know what kind of studies people read these genes. I've been hearing this conversation for the last 24 hours. There is no such study which says that we have a, a gay genes or lesbian genes. There are no such genes at all. You know, there's no such studies. I think this is the way of keeping patriarchy and the patriarchal system in place so that Men can continue to say, I am the boss, and women like yourself continue to be under that regime. That's all it is. It's keeping that okay. culture intact. Okay, Raga. Uh, Ranbir, you know, again, if there is a debate, we already have, uh, you know, when we all have to respect what the court has to say, we can disagree with it. But let's look at what the court said. A quote from Puttuswami versus Union of India. Sexual orientation is an essential attribute of privacy. Discrimination against an individual on the basis of sexual orientation is deeply offensive to the dignity and self-worth of the individual. Equality demands that sexual orientation of each individual in society must be protected on an even platform. Those who are seeking marriage to a same-sex partner are just wanting that protection on an even platform. Is this not common sense? No, 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 Vishnu. I'll again reiterate for third time before this landed channel that there's a sea of difference between decriminalizing and legitimizing same-sex marriages. So the gospel, if allowed, this destroys the very idiom and the grammar of the Hindu Marriage Act. The idiom and the grammar of the Special Marriage Act, the Foreigners Marriage Act. I again reiterate law has to be reflective of the local customs, usages and the social practices also. So this amounts to putting a cat amongst the pigeon. This is a disastrous idea. With due respect, this is every uh, fundamental right and especially Article 21 each is subject to certain reasonable restrictions. So having a sexual, particular sexual orientation or a sexual liking or a disliking, this is a better of choice. But once do you want to pigeonhole within the within the within the framework of the legal permissibility i'll just quote one instance you have a painting you can canvas you can put anything on the canvas but you cannot go outside the canvas this amounts to going outside the canvas this amounts to creating a, a creating a chaos like situation so my i i i restrict my argument to the point that the india as a society india as a civilization state and india as a as a legal system neither permits it will amount to create another, uh, I could say, disaster, but I, uh, but I used earlier also. So there's no point in following this argument, which is as good as, which is, which is as good as going like a going like a dirty person in a blind alley. This this will lead us to a blind alley, which need not, we should not, and I hopefully that Supreme Court also would not subscribe 
to this idea which is not worth even considering let's see okay if- ranbir let's get a response to that let's see uh, let's uh, let's get a response uh, to that uh, uh, apurva would you like to resp- reply go ahead yes yes i um, mr pathania speaks very eloquently and i'm almost uh, tempted to uh, you know uh, believe what he's saying here but uh, i think uh, a point that was made by deepa a little earlier one of the points i do agree with these things are not you know done overnight society also has to change and you know there is work that we are all doing as artists storytellers filmmakers citizens to put out you know uh, uh, you know our side of the story and things are changing but that doesn't mean that we stop trying it doesn't mean that we work against that change in fact we need to contribute to how society deals with this change and coming back to uh, uh, mr patania's uh, statements and even what deepa was saying about children uh and you know we have to think about them and all of that you, you must understand that children today are far more open minded well read uh and uh, have a lot more information uh and a lot more experiences than we had at that age uh myself yourself all of us included uh they are far more aware and far more accepting of uh, you know uh, different identities and different forms of expression in fact the problem will be if we try and pigeonhole and box children into this kind of archaic thinking that comes from some act and law that has been enacted after the british have brought their victorian values here for more than 200 years which said that this was gospel and this was criminal and this must be uh stoned and you know like all of that are we actually without realizing and i make no accusations against anyone from there i think everybody does come from the right place but are we as uh, a society trying to enforce a saudi arabian concept or something that says ki yahan pe jo tha wo hamesha hi rahega ye evolve nahi ho sakta and imagine our children going out onto the world stage with the whole world is evolved aur hum to parde mein baithenge you see okay so this is a okay let me just get the last uh, word in for for deepa because i have 2 minutes left you know i've uh, 33 deepa 33 <laughs> democracies around the world have recognized same uh, sex marriage and civil unions that's uh, that's you know that's something that's mentioned in one of the petitions filed in the supreme court today and i think the point that apurva makes is that look we need to evolve as well yes there is there, there there's been a tradition in the past that doesn't mean it's still relevant now it doesn't mean it's necessarily right if it's a question of rights then why not just uh, why not just stick stick to freedom of rights which is what is enshrined in our constitution we can't debate that i mean we can debate it but we can't contradict it no i mean that's the whole question i mean that's what i was talking about in my opening remarks as well i mean uh, uh, there are still a lot of questions around this i mean we can't just we can't just say that something is right or something is wrong without actually having a lot of solid uh, you know proof and data to support you know if you look at any species we're talking about human species here legalizing marriages if you look at animal species what's the percentage of homosexuality or homosexual animals as such so we all on this panel agree should agree to the fact that this is definitely a deviation and anything that has a deviation is something that is still in the debates it's still questionable and in that scenario this is a huge step to take and i think we should take it a little slow and we should we should allow it to evolve 
um, according to whether it is right or wrong in future. I think it's it's too soon, it's too quick to take such a huge step if at all this goes through in, uh, by the Honorable Supreme Court. That's what I'd like to see. All right, I'm going to wrap it up over here. Uh, it's been an incredibly polite discussion and uh, I, I, I really welcome the fact that we can have different per view, uh, perspectives and viewpoints over here. But I think uh, it is the court which will decide. Um, and I do believe that uh, those who ultimately argue that, look, it's not the courts who should be deciding this, but the legislature, I think they need to look at a couple of lines from Navtej Singh Johar versus Union of India. That's a judgment which decriminalized same-sex uh, relationships. And I'm just going to read out one line. Another argument raised on behalf of the interveners is that change in society, if any, can be reflected by amending laws by the elected representatives of the people. This is likely to be an argument that the government brings up in the Supreme Court. But to this, in this particular case, the court has already said such an argument must be emphatically rejected. The very purpose of fundamental rights in the Constitution of India is to withdraw the subject of liberty and dignity of the individual and place such a subject beyond the reach of majoritarian governments so that constitutional morality can be applied by this court to give it to give effect to the rights among others of discrete and insular minorities bottom line you cannot take away fundamental freedoms it's there not just in the constitution it's there in judgments of the supreme court anyhow we leave it over there. I'd like to thank you all very much for being with us.